Welcome back to the Hot Tip as Daily Pick Show for Saturday, April 23rd. Back with some more NBA and MLB action for today. Got a couple of great games to take a look at here on today's card. But before we get into that, quickly looking back at Friday's picks, actually none of the games have finished yet. Currently the Heat, who we have minus one, are down at the half to the Hawks. No runs yet in the White Sox game. Um, and the Royals-Mariners game is still yet to come tonight. So don't have any of those results, but definitely check the YouTube community tab here. Check Twitter. Check the link down to the results on hottipbets.com down in the description to see all the results for all three of those games. But without further ado, let's get into Saturday's card. Now we start off in the NBA taking a look at the Mavericks Jazz game. Mavericks coming to this game, the seventh overall team in the hot tip at power ranking the jazz the ninth overall team and this mavericks team is one who has played some very solid basketball here to start the playoffs currently lead the series two to one and you know they were close to potentially getting that first game too um you know some free throws go the other way and, and who knows the mavericks may up be up 3-0 in this series and it's really a jazz team that is quite honestly just kind of disappointed thus far in the season or thus far in the series i mean after a, a rough stretch in march it looked like they were turning things around going into april but it certainly has not helped up here into the playoffs as far as injuries go for this game Luka Doncic still questionable for the Mavericks Nokita also questionable for this Mavericks squad Trent Forrest is questionable with a foot injury for the Jazz so some guys to take a look at there but no Luka no problem for this Mavericks squad so far Jalen Brunson has really stepped up you know dropped 16.3 points per game this season but thus far in the playoffs without Luka on the court you know the offense is kind of run through him dropping 32 points per game in this series Spencer Dinwiddle also dropped 15.8 points per game this year and overall it's a maverick squad who shot the ball decently well this season a 53.9 effective field goal percentage 35.2 percent from beyond the arc and in 77.2 percent from the free throw line but they're going up against the jazz team who you know is one of the top offensive teams in the league if not you know the best offensive team at least on paper you know donovan mitchell led them in scoring this season with 25.9 points per game he's dropping 32.7 here in the playoffs Bojan Bandanovic dropping 18.1 points per game this season. And overall, they've just been, you know, a great shooting team. A 55.5 effective field goal percentage, 36% from beyond the arc, and 77.2% from the free throw line. And it's a big reason why the Jazz are the number one team in offensive efficiency. Um, definitely edging out the Mavericks. While the Mavericks are 13th in offensive efficiency, they've certainly played better than that, especially here in the playoffs. And the Mavericks are a strong, strong team on the defensive side of the ball. Get the edge over the Jazz in that category sixth in defensive efficiency while jazz 11th on the defensive side of the ball and you know it's a jazz defense that has kind of struggled this season certainly has struggled more than the mavericks well they do do a good job rebounding the basketball really on both sides you know 78.6 percent off the defensive glass third best in the league compared to the mavericks who are pulling down 78 percent off the defensive glass ninth best in the league but where the jazz truly outshine the the mavericks in the rebounding department is on the offensive glass mavericks only pulling down 21 percent off the offensive glass while the jazz 25 5.3% off the offensive glass. But, you know, when we really break down this game and break down this series as a whole, this Mavericks team is one that honestly just wants it more. It's a Jazz team that is seemingly feels like they have given up. And while I like the Mavericks, you know, potentially in this game, um, I think the better bet is honestly the over. You know, I think the Mavericks in this series if they're going to be winning games, it's going to be the games are going to be going over because while their defense is good, 
I still think the Jazz are going to be able to put up some points. I think it's going to be very, very hard to slow them down. So in order for the Mavericks to win games, they kind of just got to outscore the Jazz. And that's kind of just what they have done in the last two games. Brunson's kind of just put the team on his back, gone down the court, scored points, and made things happen. I think they continue to do that in this game. Who knows? We could see Luka even get on the court in this game. He is technically questionable. Well, I think that's very unlikely and would be absolutely shocked if he ends up playing in this game. Um, I really do like this over. I think it's just two teams who are going to put up some points even with how low this total is um, i still think the over is a pretty good bet here i think this one plays out sort of similar to how that third game did i'm taking the over to 12 and a half here for mavericks jazz now moving down the card taking a look at another nba game the grizzlies taking on the timberwolves grizzlies the second overall team in the hot tip at power ranking the timberwolves come in as the 10th overall team and it's a grizzlies team that you know fought back from losing that first game up to one on the series now looked very very impressive in those last two games and it's a timberwolves team you know who came in very hot got the win over the clippers an impressive win in that start the series out hot and have just kind of sorted to fizzle a little bit looking to get some of that magic back as far as injuries go for this game nothing to report for the Timberwolves Terrell Terry and Almanda are both questionable for this Grizzlies squad but you know the, the storyline of the season for the Grizzlies team has been John Morant you know it was a strong Grizzlies team when he wasn't on the court and an even stronger one when he is on the court leads this team in scoring with 27.4 points per game Dylan Brooks also dropped 18.4 points per game this season for this Grizzlies squad and while they're not the most powerful offense in the world while they're not the best shooting team they've made it work a 52.2 effective field goal percentage 35.2% from me on the arc and hits 73.4% from the free throw line. And undoubtedly on paper, the Timberwolves have shot the ball slightly better. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns led this team with 24.6 points per game in the regular season. Anthony Edwards, 21.3. And, you know, that duo has, has really been, you know, the heart and soul of this Timberwolves team, making things happen, being able to score points. And as a team, they shot the ball better by be a small margin than this Grizzlies squad. A 53.7 effective field goal percentage. 35.8% from me on the arc and 77.8% from the free throw line. But overall, while the Grizzlies may not have, have the highest percentage wise compared to the Timberwolves, they have been the more efficient team on the offensive side of the ball. Seventh in offensive efficiency coming into this game, while the Timberwolves, the 11th overall team in offensive efficiency. And the Grizzlies really shine on the defensive side of the ball coming to this game, fourth in defensive efficiency, while the Timberwolves, 13th on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, I, I say the Grizzlies shine on the defense, but they've really been good on both sides of the basketball their shot defense especially has been very very impressive and it's a big reason why they've been able to stay in these games when they're not you know the best shooting team in the world holding their opponents to a 52.2 effective field goal percentage and 34.9 percent from beyond the arc out edging the timberwolves in both categories timberwolves given up a 53.4 effective field goal percentage and 35 percent from beyond the arc and it's a timberwolves squad that you know was red high you know after game one on top of the world and, and it's kind of come back down to earth in these last two games they haven't looked nearly as good and while i think they'll be able to keep this game closer i don't think it's going to be you know what the last two games were um by any means i do think they're going to struggle to pull ahead late in this one i think this grizzlies team um is really just built for success i think defensively it's a team that when they're playing their best basketball and the grizzlies you know show up on the defense it's very very hard for the timberwolves to get through it and you know that, that's a big thing for this grizzlies team the grizzlies if if they're just trying to run and go offensive heavy like we saw in game one they're not going to be able to outshoot the Timberwolves and they're going to lose the game they got to rely on that defense they've done it the last two games they've done it impressively the last two games I think they keep it rolling here in this one and I think the defense comes through once again so taking the Grizzlies minus three here against the Timberwolves
Now jumping over to the MLB to take a look at the Marlins Braves game. Eliezer Hernandez on the mound here for the Marlins. Ian Anderson gets the start for the Braves. The Marlins, the 21st overall team in the hot tip at power rankings. The Braves, the 16th overall team. And, you know, for Hernandez making his third start of the season, Anderson also making his third start of the season. And they've been very comparable pitchers through their first two games here. Hernandez, a 1.31 whip through 10.2 innings pitch. Anderson, very similar, 1.32 whip through 8.1 innings pitch. Hernandez has really done a good job, um, not giving up a ton of runs, a 4.22 ERA. Anderson, a 6.48 ERA. And for Hernandez, you know, had a really, really strong performance in his last start against the Phillies. Looked very, very good in that game. Hernandez has also done a pretty good job striking guys out, a 23.9 strikeout percentage, only an 8.7 walk. Anderson, similar, 22.2 strikeout percentage, a little bit higher on the walks at 16.7%. But really for neither one of these guys, nothing, you know, too bad at all to report on there. Um, and have both done a pretty good job not giving up big hits for Hernandez only a 23.3 hard hit percentage with an 85.3 average exit velocity Anderson a 22.7 hard hit percentage and 85.8 average exit velocity um, and expected batting average expected slugging is very similar again an 189 expected batting average 385 expected slugging for Hernandez while Anderson a 196 expected batting average and a 326 expected slugging so you know it's two pitchers who quite honestly have had very very good starts to the season have looked very very good and um um, really, yeah, I get it. it. It's only been two games, um, but they're, they're two guys who look like they could have some impressive stat lines by the end of the season, which makes me puzzle why this odds are, are where they're at with these two guys on the mound. And I get it. The Marlins may not be the most explosive team in the world, but they're not a bad team when it comes to scoring runs, you know, putting up 3.86 runs per game, actually out edging the Braves in that category, holding put up 3.75. And while the Braves defense has been slightly better, only allowing 3.67 runs per game with the Marlins allowing 4.86, it, it hasn't been horrible for the Marlins by any means. And, and they've been able to win games. They've been able to pull through, have a very similar record to this Braves team as of late, um, you know, plus one in the run differential for the Marlins, the Braves minus 14 in the run differential, but really where the Marlins strive and, and look very, very good on the offensive side of the ball. And it's a big reason why they're able to score more runs hit, hit, It's because they get on base. <laughs> Their on base percentage is really just been remarkable. A 312 on base percentage for them out edging the Braves who are at 309. Um, but more importantly, the Marlins do a good job keeping their opponents off base. They're the eighth best team in the league in that category, allowing a 288 on base percentage, while the Braves allowing a 303 on base percentage. And like I said earlier in this one, I'm just a little bit puzzled why the Marlins are such big dogs in this game. I mean, yeah, I get it. Going on the road, playing the Braves, a, sun, a Saturday afternoon game. Sure, it's not an easy thing to do, but if there's anyone I want on the mound for the Marlins at the moment, it's probably Hernandez. He's had a very, very good start to the season season um, and defensively this Braves team has sort of just been a disappointment and definitely have not been as good as I was expecting them to look you know coming into this season it's hard to ch you know trust the Braves bullpen as a whole well it hasn't been terrible again they just shouldn't be in this big of a being this big of a favor it's hard to trust them in this situation as a whole they're fine um but just with the odds and how they are in this game i think this braves team could really struggle to win here i think it's a, a great spot for this marlins team and in one that they could very easily win so i'm taking the marlins one plus 159 here against the braves
And that wraps it up for Saturday's show. Now, if you haven't already checked out my UFC pick for this week, go check out that video posted up on the channel earlier in the week. Also, check out hot2best.com. Got computer model picks for everything going on for this Saturday of action. MLB, NBA, NHL, that UFC card once again. Got picks for all the fights up on the website from the hot to Bets computer model. So go take a look at that. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bits main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with everything that's going on over there. Also, follow my personal account at Hot Tip Bits Chris on Twitter and Instagram so you don't miss out on any of the stuff I'm putting out. As well as if you are watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. Most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Saturday's card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.